Bible Treasures Topic 6 Fellowship Welcome to the Sound Doctrine Telecast Praise God for all the corrective teaching we received through this series of talks Our subject during the last 2 weeks has been Christian fellowship When we talk about fellowship we must realize there are two dimensions to fellowship one is fellowship with god the other one is fellowship with one another these two dimensions are so beautifully brought together by apostle john in his first epistle first epistle of john chapter 1 we will read verse 3 to you that which we have seen and heard we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son jesus christ in other words the apostle seems to be telling here because our fellowship is with the father god we want you to fellowship with us In other words fellowship with God is the basis for our fellowship with one another. In this series we are considering the second aspect of this fellowship namely fellowship with one another. Because our Christian churches and communities by and large are heavily fractured and fragmented we are trying to look at things that we must really unlearn Therefore our topic has been how not to fellowship So far we have done two lessons Number 1 do not disregard the indispensability of fellowship and last week we studied lesson number 2 do not be overruled by self interest today we will move on to lesson number 3 how not to fellowship do not be hypocritical in love do not be hypocritical in love the simple meaning for the word hypocrisy is pretension so in hebrew that word hypocrite actually means an actor in other words there is lack of sincerity and there is an absence of genuineness Now Jesus during his lifetime rebuked so many sins in the lives of people but only on the sin of hypocrisy he pronounced repeated oh never did Jesus say oh unto you murderers never did he say oh unto you thieves never did he say oh unto you adulterers Rather he said woe unto you hypocrites When you find time go through the entire chapter of Matthew 23 How many times he uses the word woe unto you hypocrites woe unto you hypocrites woe unto you hypocrites Beloved the worst form of hypocrisy is in our interpersonal relationship 
That's why the apostle Paul in Romans 12th chapter in the 9th words, he made a specific reference for hypocrisy in the matter of love. The 9th words. Let love be without hypocrisy. Beloved, Apostle Paul amplified this particular brief statement when he was writing about the same subject to young Timothy. 1 Timothy 1st chapter and 5th words. The purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart, from a good conscience and from sincere faith. Pure heart means faithfulness towards God. And when you talk about good conscience, it is faithfulness towards man. And then when you say sincere faith, it is faithfulness to the scriptures. Beloved, fellowship is not possible without true, sincere and genuine love. That is what is so clearly brought out in the first epistle of John. First chapter and the seventh verse. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Walking in love is the other way of putting walking in genuineness and sincerity. Now we want to bring before you a classic example from the Old Testament. Turn with us to 2 Kings 10th chapter. We'll read to you verses 15 and 16. It is a classic example of walking in the light. Here we meet King Jehu. And he met Jehanabad. He greeted him. And he asked him a question. Is your heart right as my heart is right towards you? And Jehanabad immediately answered, it is. And then Jehu said, if it is, give me your hand. He gave him his hand and he took him up to him into the chariot. And he said, come with me, let us have fellowship and see the zeal I have for the Lord. Only when he ascertained that the heart was right, he said, now give me your hand. Beloved, we talk about handshakes. We have hugs. We talk about kisses. They are all meaningless without a right heart. Now, beloved, if we want to present a classic example of such a covenantal fellowship, we cannot think of anybody other than David and Jonathan. Turn with us to 1 Samuel 18th chapter. Read verses 3 and 4 to you. Jonathan David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. Jonathan took off the robe that was on him and gave it to David with his armor, even to his sword and his bow and his belt. It's easy to give your shirt to another person. But to give your own sword and your bow to another person, it is very difficult. What a trust these people had with each other. 
In other words, Jonathan had a conviction and assurance with the sword I give David, he will not stab me back. So Jonathan knew that David was a man of good conscience, sharp conscience. We all know a classic incident in which David really exhibited and manifested his sharp conscience. King Saul had gone out for his personal need. And there the friends of David said, This is the day that God had given your enemy into your hand. And David secretly cut off a tip from the corner of the robe of King Saul. You know what the Bible says? Because of this act, the heart and the spirit of David were beating him and troubling him. What did he tell his companion? Saul is the anointed of the Lord. Let me never ever put my hand on the Lord's anointed. Beloved, every Christian is anointed by God. Because if a man does not have the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So every Christian is anointed by God. Beware of putting your hand on any child of God. Now we want to explain to you how hypocrisy usually manifests in fellowships. Various manifestations, we can think of at least five manifestations. The first manifestation of hypocrisy in relationship is flattery. Now David very much suffered from this flattery from people who were hypocrites. That is why you see repeatedly he refers to this hypocrisy and flattery together. Book of Psalms 12 chapter first two verses. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceases, for the faithful man disappeared from among the sons of men. What did they do? They speak idly, everyone in his neighbor, with flattering lips and a double heart they speak. And another reference is Psalm 28 and we look at verse 3. Don't take me away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity who speak peace to their neighbors, but evil is in their hearts. The same thing he says in Psalm 55 verse 21. Their words are butter smooth, but their heart is razor sharp. The same thing he laments in 62nd Psalm and the fourth words. They bless people outwardly, but inwardly they are actually cursing them. The second manifestation of hypocrisy is tail-bearing or scandalizing or gossip. Now turn with us where it is so severely condemned in book of Proverbs 16th chapter. Verses 27 and 28. An ungodly man digs up evil and it is on his lips like a burning fire. A perverse man sows strife and a whisperer separates even the best of friends. The same thing is uh, given to us in 17th chapter 9th words. He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter, he separates the best of friends. 
You know, these talebearers or the gossips or the scandalizers, they normally will act as if they are sharing this information as a concern for prayer. Beloved, we are not only responsible for the information we give, we are also ultimately responsible for the impression we leave in the heart of the hearer. We want to make another warning note here. Listening to a talebearer is as wicked as being a talebearer. Because the talebearer has got burning fire in his tongue. When there is no firewood, the fire will die out. We read in Book of Proverbs 17th chapter. Look at the fourth verse. An evil doer gives heed to false lips. A liar listens eagerly to spiteful tongue. Well, our next time a talebearer comes to you with a story, ask three questions. Will this help that candidate? Number two, will it benefit you? Number three, will it glorify God? If you ask these three questions, you will be immediately pouring cold water on this unnecessary fire. Now the third manifestation of hypocrisy in relationship is fault finding. That's what Jesus rebuked in the Sermon on the Mount. You know what he said? Oh, hypocrite! You want to take the speck out of your brother's eyes, but you don't realize there is a large and a huge beam in your own eyes. Beloved, hypocrites are usually, they are hard on others, but they are very lenient towards themselves. Now that is what Apostle Paul rebuked in Romans 2nd chapter. Look at the first verse. Therefore you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge, for in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself, because you who judge practice the same things. You know, hypocrites are very clever in manipulating people and bring them under conviction so that they would need to confess to this person. That's not the biblical exhortation. What does the Bible say? Confess your sins to one another that you may be healed. Well, word hypocrites in the name of correcting a person, they will actually destroy that person. That is why when Paul was writing to Galatians, he said, If a man is overtaken in a fault, you who are spiritual, you restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Otherwise, you also may be tempted. How beautifully Jesus handled in the matter of the woman brought to him caught in adultery. Did Jesus correct her? Yes. What did he tell her? Sin no more. Did Jesus restore her? Yes. What did he tell her? I will not condemn you. 
Beloved, this is the fine balance we need to develop when we deal with people. Now the fourth manifestation of hypocrites, they will normally desert you in crisis. But true fellowship means identifying with that person in suffering, in crisis. Now that is the story of David when he spoke to Abiathar. Turn with us to 1 Samuel 22nd chapter. 23rd verse. Stay with me. Don't be afraid. He who seeks my life, seeks your life. With me, you shall be safe. I always have a great appreciation for the three friends of Job. Normally we think they were not good counselors. They were not good counselors, but they were good companions. The moment they came to know about the disaster that came upon Job, everybody started from his respective town. They all met in a place and came to Job. They sat with him. They wept with him. You know what the Bible says? Seven days and seven nights they sat with him. Another important thing, they did not speak a single word. In other words, they simply stayed with him to identify with him in his suffering. You know what, when I was studying the book of Job, something was very interesting. All these three friends, they spoke against hypocrisy. Take Bildad. The 8th chapter, 13th verse, he says, The hope of the hypocrites shall perish. And Eliphaz in Job 15 and the 34th words, he says, the life of the hypocrite will be barren. And so far, the third friend, in chapter 20 and verse 5, he said, the joy of the hypocrite shall last only for a moment. Then came the fourth young man, and he was the fourth friend. His name was Elihu. He says in 34th chapter 30th words, he said, the hypocrites, they are a snare to the people. Yes, brother, we want to make that statement from Proverbs 17, 17. A brother is born for adversity. A brother is born for the day of adversity. Fifth and the final manifestation of a hypocrite is that he will love in word, but when it comes to the question of practical action, he will withdraw. He will say that I love my brother. But when it comes to the question of sharing his material blessing with his brother, he will simply withdraw. Yes, beloved, the truth is very clearly brought before us today. How not to fellowship. Do not be hypocritical in love. God bless you.